Welcome to another edition of Len's Burning Bush. I am Len Harvey. Before I bring on my guest for the week, I want to talk about what's really burning my bush. So today I'm going to educate you on how annoying songs in commercials can be. Now we refer to these as earworms, and I'm sure you've heard this before. They're the catchy piece of music that involuntary replays in your mind over and over again on a loop. But earworm is, earworm is actually just the slang for it. Psychologists actually call it musical imagery repetition, involuntary musical imagery, and the famous stuck song syndrome. I know you've had it. We've all had this. If you've ever had a song or jingle stuck in your head, that is an earworm. And advertisers seem to play on this, right? They take full advantage of this. And unfortunately, there is no cure. No cure at all. They say how to get something stuck out of your head. And to date, science has no solution for ridding oneself of an irritating earworm. You know what they suggest? There has been some success replacing one earworm for another. So the next time you hear the proclaimers, I will walk 500 miles, you'll got to find something else to get in your ear. But I'm going to talk about advertising and how it works and let's face it, we all buy products based on seeing it and apparently now hearing them as well. So I'm going to go over some of the jingles that you probably remember and are going to hate me after this episode. So the first one is McDonald's, and that's pretty easy. I'm loving it. Or the proverbial, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, now that's in your head. There's the Kit Kat commercial, which we love, right? Give me a break, give me a break, break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar, right? That's a good one. Then, if you remember this, this is for the older people out there, the Oscar Mayer, right? I wish I was an Oscar Mayer wiener, right? Or the famous O-S-C-A-R-M-A-Y-E-R, right? Because we didn't know how to spell Oscar Mayer, so they put it in our head now, and we can't stop spelling it, right? That's the other one. And then the Subway commercial, $5, $5 foot long, very annoying, right? The State Farm jingle, like a good neighbor... Mater is there. No, it's like a good neighbor. State Farm is there, right? But Mater was from the Cars movie, so there you go. Lucky Charms. They're magically delicious, or famously in Austin Powers, they're always after me, Lucky Charms. Um, the Huggies commercial. I'm a big kid now, which reminds me of the Toys R Us kid. And unfortunately, you know, I'm a Toys R Us kid. I got a million toys of Toys R Us that I can play with. From bikes to trains to video games. It's the biggest toy store there is. Unfortunately, no longer. So we have to take a moment of silence for Toys R Us. But that jingle is still in my head and I still want to be a Toys R Us kid. The other one is Alka-Seltzer. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. The famous... I'm a pepper, she's a pepper, he's a pepper, right? Oh, we drink yeah. Dr. Pepper, you're a pepper too. Be a pepper, mm -hmm. drink Dr. Pepper. And the famous, I am stuck on Band-Aid because Band-Aid stuck on me. And do you remember a couple of years ago, there was the annoying Chili's, Baby Back Ribs. I want my Baby Back, Baby Back, yes. Baby Very annoying. And there's a new one that my wife makes me mute the television. I kid you not, mute the television on this one, right? There is a Wendy's commercial now. If you, uh, we love Wendy's, right? We like the idea of Wendy's. We like everything about it. We like the Frosties and the chili. But this commercial now, have you heard the Major Bag Alert commercial? Major Bag Alert, Major Bag Alert, Bag Alert. Oh my <laughs> God, I want to take my eye out with a pickaxe 
every time I hear this major bag alert. Oh, my God. Now you've got that in your head. And, you know, it's just going to be there for a while. And I'm sorry about that. But all of a sudden, I'm hungry for a Wendy's chili. With that being said, it's time to bring on my guest for the week. She is a terrific radio talent. Will not be providing you with any earworms today. Um, you've heard her in New York radio for many years. Let's welcome the lovely, the very talented Bernie Vider. Bernie, I'm sorry that I put all these earworms into your head, but, oh, you know, I've got to do that. Oh, my favorite is Gimme That Filet Fish. Gimme that, that Fish. Oh, yes. <laughs> Gimme That Fish, That Filet Fish. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That's right. That's another good right? one. I forgot and about that one. It was this time of the year. It, 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 you know, it's, it is so um, amazing how music or anything works. It's like, um, and even songs and TV shows. I, I thought of this morning. I think I'll go for a walk outside now. The summer sun's calling my name. I hear you now. Right? I mean, <laughs> it, it's like we remember every of these songs. Music is one of those things. I think they should teach children anything when it relates to music, any history or, I mean, there's, um, my kids learned the 50 States from the nifty 50, um, song. They made a song about it. Or I learned either by song or by, uh, the proverbial acronym, right? You learned by like, um, my very educated mother just served us nine pickles was how I got the planets, right? That's how we figured it out. But um, right. What about Schoolhouse Rock? Yes, I love that. Function, all I'm that. just yeah. a bill on Capitol yeah, Hill. I would sing it. Do you know that I relate the I'm just a bill on Capitol Hill song to most of my um, work? I always want to know how a bill becomes a law. And what I mean by that is any job I've ever been at, I don't want to just work there. I want to understand how everything works. Right. So it's like when you work for UPS, you become a driver first and then you learn the company, right? So that's mm-hmm. kind of where it is with me. I like to learn how things work. I like to know how a bill becomes a law. And I always refer to that schoolhouse rock. Um, I'm just a bill on Capitol Hill, right? Yeah. It, it, it's amazing how music um, influences us in every way in, in mm-hmm. songs. Like, like I brought up the 500 miles, you know, proclaimer song. People get that song in your head and you're like, I can't get it out. Will you please help me? It's a yeah. great song, but oh my God. I, it is a great song. It is a great song. I actually just heard that song, Mr. Brightside by The Killers, has been on the charts in England for something like, you know, 12 years or whatever since it's come out. It's still on the charts in England. It's wow. such a huge song there. Yeah. It, it, it is a good song. It is It is a good song, and there's a lot of good songs, but these commercials, the, what are your thoughts of the major bag alert? Am I, we are we overreacting here? <laughs> or, I mean, I feel bad because DJ Khaled is part of it and he's terrific, but this yeah. song, this is just. It is. It, I hear it, and it's like nails on a chalkboard. Damn it, nails! Yeah, crazy. I think. May I don't know. We're in New York. Honestly, I haven't heard that one a ton. So okay. maybe they haven't like you know dropped it in New York as much as they have where you are. But, oh, it's uh, every other every other damn commercial. Is it really? It's a, oh, it's terrible. Wow. Yeah, terrible. It's it's oh, like wow. um, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos too, um, looking at stuff, and even on the YouTube, like they'll they break in with commercials and, and it's like they play the same ones over and over again. And it's so, so annoying. annoying, but it, it's interesting. You know, I talked about McDonald's in the beginning with ba 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 but there were so many other good ones. There was, um, I'd like to teach the world to, there was Coke, right? And the McDonald's Fantastic. ones, I remember hold the pickles, hold the lettuce, right? Special orders don't upset us. Oh, I love it. All See? we ask is that you let us. 
Have it your way. Have it your <laughs> way. That, that, you know, it's funny. We There was a, um, Susan and I were watching uh, a movie, older movie. Ordinary People was on last night. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, do you remember the movie with Mary Tyler Moore and Tim I Hutton? Do. And yeah. Tim yeah. Hutton. Well, in that, they, they uh, go into McDonald's. It's, it was 1980 the movie came out. And they, yeah. they have, have it your, you know, it was like, you know, it's your way. It was like a whole thing, you know, it was like a, whatever. It was. Interesting, uh, the song came up, uh, but McDonald's has had a lot of them. I love the Kit Kat one, though. The Kit Kat one is one of my favorites. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Such a good one, and I'm a huge fan of Kit, Kit Kats, too. Well, who love wouldn't them. be? It's like, it's like the candy. Uh, you know, it's like in the Seinfeld episode, he talked about the, the Twix, right? But Kit Kat yes. is kind of that without the nougat. Um, it's got the Absolutely. Uh, it, 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 the cookie crunch with the. Yeah, They're it's so a, good, and it, if you put them in the refrigerator for a little bit, ooh, oh, now you're talking <laughs> dirty, Bernie Vider, dirty, dirty, <laughs> little chocolate. Oh, I love. You know, it's funny. Uh, I am a sweet tooth. From no, everybody knows me. Knows I have to eat dessert first. Like I, oh, I am. Wow. Well, I, I usually don't eat dessert first, but I always they always tell you to save room. I don't. I don't believe that. You save I room for it. salad. You don't save room <laughs> yes. for dessert. You eat right, the dessert. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. A piece of cheesecake. Uh, it, uh, it could be anything. Flan. I am oh a big fan. Yeah, I'm a big Lent, fan. I gave up sweets and sugar for Lent, and you are just not. Oh my god, you're driving me crazy right so now. So not have only one more day, one more day. Not only am I giving you the earworm, I'm giving you. Uh, now you're going to be thinking about sweets, and I apologize yes. for that because, like John John Stewart once famously said about Lent. 40 days of, you know, giving up something for 40 days. In the Jewish religion, we have Yom Kippur, and we have one day all of one your day. sins are forgiven. Technically, <laughs> he talks about it's sundown to sundown at 2 o'clock. You can have a sandwich, right? You fast you for go. one day, right? But in the in the Lent, it's every 40 days. Oh, my God. Even in sin, you're paying retail prices. I mean, that's that's what it, that's what it comes down that's to. So funny. Yeah, it, you know, I, I really, you know, I give you credit for sticking it out because that's that is a lot of willpower. I couldn't give up anything for forty minutes, never mind forty days. It's it's not easy. Yeah. No, it definitely. is it is not easy. And you you and I know each other, so we haven't talked for a while, but it, it is is going on uh, twenty years because, like I said, you started in radio probably when you were ten years old. Um, Honestly, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, pretty fourth, much. Fourth grade. On a fourth grade field trip, yeah. I walked into the newsroom and I said, this is what I want to do. And um, by high school, I already had uh, an internship and, and started in college radio then. Well, mm -hmm. you're tremendous on the air. I, I've known that, uh, but you're you're more of a tremendous person as well, uh, in uh -huh. addition to that. Because, I, I, you know, I remember Thank we you. used to work at the Fortune Off building, was the biggest dump in the history of mankind. You would never think because we had such a fancy address on Fifth Avenue yeah. in Midtown, right? And then you'd walk off the elevators like, oh, oh my gosh, where am I? How much mold was in that building? I mean, oh, it, it, it was uh -oh. the worst. It was the worst. And the bathroom. I've just everything was so disgusting. But there we had mice. Yeah. Oof. We had each other, though. That was the best thing. We so, did. We so did. you're on the air still. Yes. And, and where, where are you on now so that we can hear you? So I am on uh, WOR AM 710 oh, uh, with Len and Michael in the morning, Len Berman, I'm sure. Yes, I know Len Berman, a sportscaster, WNBC exactly. in New York. WNBC. And Michael Riedel, who was the uh, Broadway writer for The Post, and he's done a whole slew of other things, but he's the co-host. Um, love working with them. And I'm also with uh, Elvis Duran in the morning show on the biggest pop radio station in the country, Z100, WHTZ. Yeah, it's great. Z100 
was so I actually just to give you a little bit of uh, so WOR, I actually filled in for a couple of weeks on WOR back in the day and probably 1999 or whatever. No but kidding. yeah, in the morning show, I actually went to the, their studio and sat in the studio because, you know, what's funny is when when we do the traffic reports, when we did the traffic reports or when you do them now, you know, mm-hmm. everybody always thinks you're right with them. Like in the studio, but we were, we created this and we talked about ISDN lines, Uh, Tina and I, Tina Lang uh, and I talked about this a few weeks ago, how Mm -hmm. no one knows what you, they think you're right there, but you're in your own little world with your, and, and we, we created the whole working from home well before the working from home craze came in, right? Pretty much, yeah. Although I have to say, I had been working um, at the iHeart um, headquarters in Tribeca, and then COVID hit, so now I'm completely working from home. Uh, I got my own little setup here, um, but yeah, totally. It's it's we had our we were in closets. Remember, we were reporting from closets, yes. literally at on Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Oh, I love Those it. Were the days. We had uh, Candy and Heather and Joe Nolan. I mean, and all the people still in the business. Today, what I love yes. even the most about it was that all the people we work with, I've had most of them on the show. And I apologize mm-hmm. that you've you had to wait 52 weeks to get on. But, you know, I, I did not mean that. That was not intentional. But you're saving the best. For uh, last, absolutely. Or not at, last, but, you know. Exactly. Well, we had Cooper on. We had we work with oh, some Cooper of the nicest and the great. What I love even more about the people we work with is the fact that after 20 years, no one I mean, you know, you think about it. I, I was in the scene from like 98 to 2000, right? 2001, I moved to Kentucky. So mm-hmm. people haven't seen me for 20 years. And yet when I call them up and say, or say it, send a note, will you please be on the show? Everybody's like, yes. Why is yeah. that, Bernie? Why is that? Because you're Len and you're fantastic. Aww. And honestly, yeah, you. I so enjoyed our chats in what we would call like the op center and everything. Everybody just kind of hang out in the yeah. morning with our coffee. And it was 5 a.m. and we only had each other. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's how we all got very close. Yeah. And, and it, it, it was wonderful. Because I told Tina this story when she was on. I was a fan of hers before I met her. Because I remember listening. She was on... Um, she was on the radio either at PLJ, maybe it was. Yeah, she I, was on yeah. PLJ mm-hmm. and, with and Rocky. She, yeah, and she was on in the morning. And I remember when I met her, I was like almost like starstruck because like you hear this voice. And, and But she was even better in person um, yeah. than, than she was like when I met her because she was so uh, – I couldn't believe how nice she was. I was always waiting for something to happen. Like she had some bodies buried somewhere. But no, <laughs> you know, you know it, it just amazes me how nice – and everybody, uh, I talked I talk with Cooper about this, too, Cooper Lawrence, who was on the show, and we talked about the fact of how one radio person will always want to help out another radio person. It just seems like we are all, we all know, we, you know, we slept, we've done all yeah. these stations, we've, we've moved on from this and that. I, as much as I try to get out, it's like the Godfather 3, they pull me back, that's why I'm, <laughs> why I'm doing this now, um, yeah, because, exactly. you know, again, sometimes you got to make real money, and that's what I did, but... <laughs> I, I just feel like the it is just so much fun. I still do um, play by play for football in, in Cincinnati, so Fantastic. I still enjoy that. Oh, elder oh, elder football is still me. Uh, oh wow, yeah, yeah they're I, a big deal. It is, and I love it. And I used to do uh, Fairleigh Dickinson University basketball in New Jersey, and I did some other mm-hmm. other things and arena football. But it is it is so much fun to be on the radio, and that's one of the reasons I haven't really done the video portion. Although you and I can see each other now. But yeah. I like the radio 
portion where you could just hear because it, it makes you imagine. It's like listening to a baseball game on the radio. There's probably nothing yeah. more relaxing or enjoyable than when mm -hmm. you're just kind of sitting outside on the deck with a beer and you're listening to the ball game. The 3-2 pitch on the way and it's stroked into center field, a base hit. It's just kind of a it, – it, it just makes you um, – and that's why I love the radio, and I still do. And I'm, I think the, the whole interesting thing about podcasts now is they're trying to make it almost like radio the way it was because I am hearing now that there are uh, – Joe Rogan and some of the other uh, good podcasters are actually going to be doing live. And it's uh -huh. funny. They're talking about doing this new podcast live, and it's like, oh, you mean Radio. Radio. <laughs> We know this already. We lived it. We did it. Um, yep. It is. It is. Uh, it is crazy. I found um, a sticker, um, kind of. A, I guess they call them memes now. I'm trying to get up to speed with a lot of the the jargon now with okay. social media. But I found a meme that said, "Name a coworker that you don't work with anymore, but you really miss working with." And I thought of you, Bernie Vider, and that's why you're Aww. here today. I got the little the the sticker. It said, "Name a coworker." It's a little. Uh, I saw it on somebody's Facebook page, but. It yeah. is a, it reminded me, so I had to paste it and, and put a note in that I, I was going to mention that. But it's uh, oh, kind of, so nice. well, we try, you know. And, and you're, what's interesting is I moved to the Ohio area, and you yeah. were from Ohio, living in the great city of Cleveland, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But, of course, yep. when you lived there, there was none of that. Oh, no, actually, <laughs> it, was just coming, it was just coming to fruition. They were just building it. Yeah, I started off in Cleveland. I uh, worked at WMMS, which was, you know, big rock station, still that still is. Um, uh, I was the assistant producer of the morning show back then. And then I also worked part-time at, um, which was then Metro Traffic. I started driving the car and reporting traffic in the areas that the helicopters or the planes couldn't that. go. I got a jackknife yeah. water bottle <laughs> on the track. That was me. And then um, I moved to D.C. I worked in D.C. for a couple of years. Um, really enjoyed that. And I was on WTOP doing traffic for them and uh, WASH uh, FM as well. And then came to New York in 96. And I've been here ever since. Yeah, you can't. I, I don't I'm not leaving. I don't think. No, I think. Well, yeah. you know, it's funny. Um, I moved away and, and live, you know, the cost of living is a third of what it was. And it's, it's very difficult to go back because I think of it going. I believe it. The amount of money it would cost me to move back, I could take five vacations a year. And I'm yes. like, you know what I'm saying? So why, why am I, I could go visit you. I could fly to visit you rather than live there and waste money. I know. Right? That's the way. I, know. I still miss I the food, though. I, I, you know, that's uh, the one thing. Um, too many chain restaurants here. We try to find local, but there's too many yeah. chain restaurants. I love the the New York food and the New York pizza and the bagels. Oh, uh, you can't get good locks and, you know. There's a yes. lot of things that you, you know, I envy no. it, but there is a, there, there, I like to say there's a tax on everything and that is a tax, a New York tax there to get go. good food because, good because even the New Yorkers, they tried, right? They moved to Florida. They like, mm -hmm. you know what? They got away from the tax and what happens? The water sucks. You can't make the pizza. Yeah. Right. Oh, it, exactly. It, it's just, yeah. it, it's good, but it's not great. Right? right. Even bad pizza is good, but it's, Absolutely. it's still yeah. I don't know if you heard, I think it was Food and Wine magazine or Bon Appetit or one of those big magazines that just came out with their, you know, top 10 best bagels in the country. And the number one bagel spot was in L.A. New Yorkers were furious. They're like, is it April Fool's Day? Is this a joke? And my youngest daughter goes to school in L.A. And she's just like, this is just insanity. Their bagels are terrible. I know. They can't, you know, 
It's just crazy. It's like people here, they they put, uh, it's the Skyline Chili. Um, oh, you, yeah. you, you've had it. So I, love it. I, I still, after 20 years, don't understand it. Um, I, I don't yeah. understand the cheese not being hot on the chili. Like You're that right. makes no sense to me. It is weird. Yes. Yeah. But there's a couple of places now in New York that actually sells yeah. Skyline Cincinnati Chili. Yeah. Wow. It, and it's, mm -hmm. it's good, but I don't understand like people actually go seeking it out every week to get it. I, you know, if somebody gave it to me, I'd eat it, but I'm not going, yeah. it's not one of those oh. things where in our household, that's where we're going for dinner. That's not happening. I got to say, at any time I'm in Cleveland, because there's a couple places there that sell it, I have to go get my Skyline Chili. It's delicious. It's an acquired taste, though, right? Yeah. So yeah. you've moved around a little bit. Obviously, we just talked about the fact that you lived in Cleveland, moved to New York, and now we're not going anywhere. Same with me. You'd have to take me out of the pine box at this moment. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> um, but have you ever had a storage unit? Actually, Never. Okay. Yeah, I've been fortunate to have storage space where I live. So, Good. Yeah. Well, people do have storage units, and including yeah. Beyonce, right? Oh. She's got a she's got a storage unit. So th this is interesting. Th apparently, they need to put better locks on Beyonce's storage unit. And the reason mm -hmm. I'm bringing this up because apparently thieves um, went in and, and went into Beyonce's storage unit in L.A. They walked away with luxury handbags, dresses. Now, Bernie, we're in the radio business. We don't make a lot of we never made a lot of money. We always were happy. But yes. Beyonce lost, I kid you not, more than a million dollars worth of handbags and dresses. Now <laughs> from I, a storage I, unit. From, Whoa. I mean, not for nothing, but who's putting that stuff in a storage unit? Yeah. I mean, really. I, she must have a big basement in her LA mansion somewhere, right? I would think she's probably got 70 rooms in a recording studio yeah. somewhere. You can't put right. the like who puts That's that in a storage crazy. unit, right? Is that So, yeah, apparently this is according to TMZ. Um, the lockers were owned by Beyonce, who's the latest celebrity to have her storage units robbed. So this is not just the first one. Wow, it's listen, a thing. To the, listen to this, a storage unit belonging to Miley Cyrus, who another Hello. one has enough money that she can yeah. keep it in her house, right? They made away with clothes and photographs and other personal items. And in 2018, a storage unit belonging to Cyrus, I don't even know who that is, in the San Fernando Valley, uh, <laughs> was also hit and thieves made off, oh, uh, valuable guitars. Okay, he's a musician. Oh. I get it now. Um, mm -hmm. But according to this, the sad part, um, Beyonce is, is going to be heartbroken. No arrests have been made in the burglary of her storage oh. unit. So I Man. feel bad. I mean, do we need to start a GoFundMe for Beyonce? <laughs> Somebody's walking around with some fabulous dresses. That's all I know. <laughs> look, look at this no, studio. No, she does not need to go fund me. Between her and Jay-Z, no, no, no. They've got more money than no, they know what to do with, right? They actually, uh, they print the money themselves, don't they? It's it's kind of, how, how much <laughs> money does Jay-Z have right now? I mean. Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. I heard that he actually just started um, a program here at Long Island University in Brooklyn uh, for musicians and, and he, and he's giving full scholarships and everything. So he, he's doing good. So, you know, help, helping out. Oh Paying yeah. It forward. Well, Paying it I'd forward. like to have his walking around money. Never mind. Right. <laughs> that, that's all I need. The walking around yeah. money, never mind the billions or whatever. I just, the walking around money would be enough, uh, for yeah. probably most of us. So, um, what are your thoughts? Uh, are you a game show watcher like me? Do you like Jeopardy? You watch Jeopardy? I do. I mean, I grew up um, that uh, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy was almost always on. We had a tiny little TV in, in the kitchen on the counter in the corner. 
And, you know, my dad always loved to have the TV on. So, yeah, it, it, it just reminds me of a weeknight evening, right? Uh, absolutely. And I've been watching it. We record it. We actually watch them, and I enjoy it. And, of course, you know, we miss Alex Trebek like everybody else does. Yeah. You know, he, it's mm-hmm. not the same without him. Although we had some interesting guest hosts, Ken Jennings, Katie Couric, Dr. Oz. There's going to be even more in, in uh, a person to um, look at. Aaron Rodgers is going to host uh, or guest host. Player. The football really? player. Yeah, apparently he won uh, or was on a Celebrity Jeopardy uh, back in the day. And in uh-huh. 2015, he beat astronaut and former and current U.S. Senator Mark Kelly and uh, Shark Tank Ooh. entrepreneur Kevin Leary, who we know, uh, wow. when he was on the show. But beginning um, Monday this week, Mm-hmm. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers filling in. Now we just saw. I actually thought Katie Couric was very good. I I was pleasantly surprised about. She her. was good. They've yeah. all been pretty good, I have to say. Ken uh, Jennings obviously is a natural. It yeah. seems. you know, he's good. He's good. I don't. You know, I, I'm thinking to myself. I I was would have picked Ken from the beginning, but now I don't know. Like oh, now okay. they're they're kind of you know. I'd be happy with Ken. I'd be good with Ken. Is there anybody that you think would be better at uh, getting the hosting job? Except for oh Bernie Vider. Maybe Bernie, <laughs> maybe we can get you in to do a guest hosting appearance. That would be great. What about you, Len? Oh, I'd love it. I, that Game shows was always my thing. I always wanted to be a game show. I, I used to sit home. See, back in the day, we didn't have these talk shows that were on during the day. The only talk show was the Michael Douglas show was on in the afternoon around 4 o'clock. That was right. the only one. But everything else was always, if you stayed home from school, it was uh, game shows. There was... Um, Joker, yeah, Joker, J- Joker's Wild was on. There was, oh, right. there was uh, Tic Tac Doe. There mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, you watched all these shows. Uh, Bullseye, ten thousand dollar period. Yeah, exactly. And then it became hundred thousand, right? So ten thousand. Yeah. yeah, well, inflation. We're showing our age. Yeah, we're showing our age. But I enjoyed the game shows, and I always enjoyed the game show hosts, like mm-hmm. Jim Lang, who did the dating game and did oh. Jeopardy. Uh, Jeopardy did uh, Bullseye. Um, he also uh, so Jim Lang was a big one. And then there was uh, Alex did Wink. a lot yeah. of stuff. Wink Martindale. Yes, he did Tic Tac Doe. Uh-huh. Um, and and I like Jack Barry. Uh, what's mm-hmm. interesting about Jack Barry is he came back to do the Joker's Wild after the he was part of that scandal, uh, the quiz show scandal. He was the original oh, right. host um, of that, so he came back after that. Of course, all these people probably long gone. I don't know about Jim Lang. Or uh, Wink mm-hmm. Martindale, they might still be around. I know there's a Wink Martindale in the NFL coach, but yes, I don't I know, know if he's any relation. But no, I don't think so. I guess his real name is like Joe or something like that, and they just started calling him Wink after the game show host, and it just stuck. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I just love that. I always wanted to be a game show host. I watched them, and you know, Dick Clark was always great. I'm Dick Clark, and he would do you yeah. know the, the twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollar pyramid, and and you know, do you know? I'll do a little trivia for you that okay. everybody thinks Pat Sajak was the original host of Wheel of Fortune, but that is not true. Do you know who oh, was? I, I have no idea. Well, Ooh. I will tell you that there was a love connection. It was Chuck Woolery. Really? Yes, Chuck Woolery was the original host, and not only was that, but Vanna White was not part of that either. It was Susan Stafford. Susan Stafford. This is stuff I know in my head. I don't know why yeah. I know it, but... <laughs> This is why I watch too much TV. I'm the Mar- There was a show on HBO called Dream On, and, mm-hmm. and it was years and years ago. And it was Martin Tupper was the character. Brian Benben played him. And in the beginning of the, sh- uh, the show, they would always have him sitting as a kid in front of the TV. That was me. It was oh, just like, you know, that was, that was it. But, but yeah. yeah, so Susan Stafford. So people don't know that. It's been like 40 years that it seems like 
that uh, Pat and Vanna have been on the Wheel of no Fortune. Kidding. Now, do you, of course, watching it as a, as a kid, you remember they used to uh, have the prizes in the studio, right? Yes. And you used to go, used to go for the rest of it, I'll put it on a Gucci gift certificate. Do you remember that? Yeah. And for, for, for $20,000, I'd like the yellow comb. Right. Yeah. That was it was it was always like a huge amount for the most ridiculous things. And they had the, like a horse in the in the, you know, the background. But they stopped doing that probably only in the last 15 years. And he just uh -huh. gave money because oh, it wow. was you'd always have to go look at the remember. Look, remember the movie Rain Man? Look at the studio filled with, yes. with prizes. Remember? Yes. yes. Glamorous prizes. Yeah. yeah. Aww. See, look at this. You're learning so much stuff on this show, don't you? I mean, it, it's amazing, <laughs> right? All the stuff. I completely forgot about. I miss seeing that big red shiny car in the studio. Yes, yeah. look at the cars, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, I used to enjoy. Uh, they they started to bring this back. Um, car sharks. I enjoyed oh, that. Yes. That was Jim. I can't think of his name, but he was a host also. Um, and I'll we'll think of it in a minute, but. Anyway, he was the host of Car Sharks, and they bringing it back. They've got a, another uh, some of the game show network or whatever it's it's on. But it, it's interesting how they're trying to bring back a lot of these game shows yeah. and doing it. Name that tune is back. I love. Oh, I don't yes. know. Did you? Uh, you know, I just think it's it's wonderful now the way they've got it set up. You know, and I think it's fantastic. So I, I'm I'm a big proponent of listening to the music and trying to get the songs i always wanted it. i didn't understand why they didn't have name that tune i really can't stand the mass singer and the other i'm not a big fan of any of that yeah do you yeah, like yeah. it the mass dancer it's uh no no i mean i used to watch the voice and those uh shows um but honestly not as much anymore but uh in terms of name that tune on i was always so good i can name it like one or two chords i was like in it you know i've always really liked music so that show definitely hit the spot with me all right. Well, here's another bit of trivia for you. Okay. Okay. So this made me think of it because uh, name that tune. Now, name that tune in the 70s was hosted by Tom Kennedy. He was another mm -hmm. big host of a lot of game shows. Tom Kennedy was a big one. But he had mm -hmm. somebody who sang the songs. And Ooh. do you know who that was? I do not. Do -do 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 -do. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Not, uh, all right. <laughs> I'll just, I'll give you a hint. How are you, Reg? Um, there's a little bit of hint. Kathy Lee was it Kathy Gifford. Gifford. Yes, she oh was. Oh my goodness! She, so it's interesting. She was known as Kathy Lee at the time, but there was yes. also another Kathy Lee Crosby, who was. Oh, I remember her. And she, she was in like her. she was in that mo movie. Who she would have been arrested today. She was out with a student. Do you remember that movie in the seventies? <laughs> it was it was ter <laughs> terrible. After school special, by the way. I remember those after school specials. But anyway, yes. she she changed. Uh, so Kathy Lee added the Crosby. And then the other mm -hmm. Kathy Lee. And then when she got married, she became Kathy Lee Gifford. But Gifford. she was the original singer, or at least on Name That Tune. So she oh, was the wow. one who, when they no did, kidding. you know, when they did the song, they actually, you know. So that is, a, so I've given you all this knowledge today. We know that <laughs> Chuck Woolery was yeah. the host of Wheel of Fortune before Pat. Susan Stafford was the Vanna White before. I don't know what they're doing today. I know Chuck Woolery's probably doing those reverse mortgage commercials because that seems to be what happens to oh, all yes. these people now, right? We'd say, we Tim Tyrell and I talked about why I, is... I cringe yeah. when I see that. I'm like, no, no, don't be doing that. Yeah, why yeah, is Tom crazy. Selleck doing reverse mortgage commercials? He's got blue bloods. What does he What does he need I to know. do? He doesn't need it. No. He's Tom Selleck. Exactly. Actually, I have a little bit of a trivia for you. 
Uh, well, anyway, a little tidbit. My husband was one of the very first uh, writers for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, he used to write the he used to write the questions. Is that your final answer? That's wonderful. <laughs> I, know, I love exactly. it. I miss Regis too. He's another one. May he rest in peace, Re Regis. Yes, he was the he best. Said, he was a joy to work with, is what my uh, husband said. He was always a good guy. I don't think he liked Kelly Ripa though. Did you? I mean, did you get that sense? I, I think he didn't like her. He liked. Yeah. I think he got. He warmed up to Cat Kathy Lee, but I don't think he ever had that warming up with, with uh, Ripa. I think you're probably right. There definitely seemed to be some tension on the set. A little bit of tension yeah. going on, and that's why he eventually just said, "The heck with it." But who wants to be a millionaire? One of my favorites, and. Who, who knew show. that Michael was writing these stuff? You know, I, I he did, was as, a, as Johnny Carson used to say, I did not know that. So there you go. <laughs> I, I did not know that. This is this is awesome. And since we're getting back into the older stuff, well, this is a little bit newer, older. But mm -hmm. back in the 90s, there was a famous TV show, a little bit of TV show called Friends, if you remember. Right. Oh, right. Yes. Everybody remembers mm -hmm. Friends. Well, get excited because apparently there's going to be a reunion. And HBO Max will have it. According to David Schwimmer on, T, on TMZ, he said that uh, after months of delays, HBO Max and Friends reunion special is on the horizon. And uh, he talked, David Schwimmer talked about it on the Graham Norton show, which is, there's always good clips on the Graham Norton show. Have you ever, like, looked at it? There's so many good people that have been on that show. Um, yeah. What is that show on, even though? Uh, it's, it's in the UK. Um, oh, and, yeah. and I think you can, you know, watch it on YouTube or something is how I watch it. But, mm -hmm. uh, I think it's on the BBC, but I'm not hundred percent sure that we do have listeners in the UK. So hopefully they can help us. But Graham Norton is, uh, he was on the show Friday and revealed that he's days away from filming the show. And after this interview, he was going to LA where they were going to be shooting the friends reunion. So Yay. we will, we will have the friends and that could be another song that you could sing, Bernie, the new friends, oh, theme, yeah. the friends theme. I waited on them. I waited on that, that the band. Oh my gosh, I can't remember their name. Proclaimers? No, it's not the, the Proclaimers. No, 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 um, oh, son of a gun. Oh, I know. The band that sang the song, I'll Be There For You, yeah. at the height of their fame, they came into the restaurant that I was working in and I waited on them. They were the loveliest guys. They left me a really great tip and it was that, that was a lot of fun. And you, and you can't remember. Um, oh my gosh. You know, it, I know it, the song, of course. I'll be there, there for you, you when the yeah. rain starts. The Rembrandts, the Rembrandts. Yes. And I, I did, I did look it up. So sorry, the I had, to, I had, couldn't let you hang out there, Bernie. It was all out yeah. there. But give me a little bit more of the "I'll be there for you." So, no, I'm not all right, anymore. there you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it that you even want to sing. But it's, you know, we could do this all day talking about nostalgia stuff because I enjoy this. And hopefully we forgot about the reason we started this show about the earworm. So maybe, oh, right. may, maybe that was part no, of, uh, no, because now everybody's going to be singing. I'll be there for you. Oh, right. We, we gave, <laughs> see, that's how we got rid of the, the, you know, bag alert. We went right into the, right into the Rembrandts with the I'll Rembrandt. be there for you and a new yeah. friends, friends theme. So we'll, we'll, we'll have it all now, Bernie. Now you can like lens burning Bush on Facebook at Lens mm -hmm. Burning Bush to so make sure okay. people do that. You can follow yes. at Lens Burning Bush on Twitter because, you know, my mm -hmm. Twitter feed is just the best. Uh, okay. Well, not, not really, but all right. Uh, <laughs> I have a, Utah, a YouTube channel now where I upload the audio only, obviously, because that's all I do. But those okay. go on YouTube as well. Oh, cool. So if you search Len Harvey um, YouTube Lens Burning Bush, you'll start to see, you know, those come up. And there's a bunch of episodes that are on 
YouTube as well. So you can follow that. You can listen anyway. I think, you, you know, there's a lot of ways I don't know about in podcasting world, but I know we're on iTunes, we're on uh, Google Play, we're on Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio. Tune I in. Radio. Shout out to iHeartRadio. Yeah, they're, they're great. They accepted me. I, I love <laughs> it that they, they allow me to do this. And you can even ask Alexa to play Lens Burning Bush podcast. Make sure you say podcast because yes. I don't know what comes up when you say oh lens burning. Because, <laughs> because there is a, Mary, there must be another lens burning that, that is more of a religious program. So I don't, uh, yeah, my, I, obviously I'm not in, in you know, the religious stuff. But we've got mm-hmm. about 33 states that, uh, download on a regular basis, District of Columbia. Uh, we got the UK, as I mentioned. So always uh, cheers to my uh, people out in the UK, Ireland, Germany, Switzerland, Norway. We've even had Australia, Canada. Uh, don't know why. Like we, oh, wow. we're, we're trying to figure out, Bernie, why they would even want to just listen to this nonsense. But I'm, <laughs> I'm happy that they are. I Again, yeah. I would do this if it was just me doing it. But I love mm-hmm. that I get to catch up with, with great people like you. And let's not spend 20 years apart again. No, absolutely not. This uh, has been my pleasure. I've had such a good time. And so, so great to see you and talk with oh, you. Oh, it is exactly. You know, it's wonderful to see you as well. We'll, uh, you know, have this episode up. You can you can download it and listen to it and make sure you, you listen to all, all 52 now. 52 oh. episodes of Lens Burning Bush. I have no idea. I didn't think I'd have enough material for five episodes. Never mind 52. Crazy. And we didn't even talk about cats, you know? No, and we didn't talk about bowling and cats. Bowling, We're going to have to I see know. that's why there'll be a second time you'll be on. And okay. we'll, 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 we'll get you on. I'm going to I'm gonna start duplicating. I had the first <laughs> duplicate guest was my 50th, a good friend of mine. We, we did the duplicate guest. But I'm going to start bringing some people back. Now, okay. we do have coming up. So next week I've got, uh, I've got a PR person from Cincinnati uh, mm-hmm. will be on. Uh, JT Stewart will be on next week. And okay. then I've got uh, coming up after that, we've got uh, some musicians are coming on. Well, first I'm going to have Maverick, who is from Cincinnati Radio. He'll be on on the 17th. The 20, oh, cool. Yeah, the 24th, I'm going to have uh, Joe Mancuso, who's a great singer. He'll be on. Okay. And then I've got the legendary Cincinnati Boogie Woogie um, Blues guy. His name is Ricky Nye, and he is the best piano player I think I've ever seen. He Love is it. so good. He will be on on May 1st. So I, I like to bring it, you know, just kind of, do the old um, interview show and, you know, have fun with it because I think this and is a, what it is, right? I love it that it's a wide range of people. Yeah, you got, it's it, exactly. They call it plethora. Is that the word that we could a use? Plethora a of plethora top. of useless knowledge and useless information. <laughs> but let's get the earworm out of here and let's say thank you, Bernie Vider. I'm Len Harvey. We'll be back with another episode of Lens Burning Bush next week. So long.